Hi Heather, uh, this is Kai Bune from XBED and I'm hearing that you have your hundredth episode about to, to launch. That is a lot of talking. I don't know if I could pull that off, but in, in your case, all of that talking is helping people get a good start in the outdoors. So bravo! Hey everybody listening, uh, this is Reed Alliath working for Sawyer and uh, we just want to congratulate the first 40 miles on the uh, 100th episode. Great job guys. Hey there Heather, this is Kayla from SteriPad and I just wanted to say congratulations on your 100th podcast and thank you for all the support of SteriPad. Hi, this is Doug Jaycott from Thermarest and I want to wish Heather a great congratulations on 100th podcasts and uh, keep up the good work. Everybody really enjoys your information. So congrats from Thermarest. Welcome to episode 100 of the first 40 miles. Wait, what? Seriously? (laughs) You didn't know this was episode 100. (laughs) Well, it's one of those things you dream about and then it actually happens and you have to actually record it. I know. This is so exciting. The expectations are so high. (laughs) Relax. It's going to be a great episode. Okay. If you're new to backpacking or if you're hopelessly in love with someone who wants you to love backpacking, then this podcast is for you. We'll talk about the essentials, how to lighten your load, and how to make the most of your time on the trail. I'm your host, Heather Legler. And I'm Josh Legler. And this is The First 40 Miles. Today on The First 40 Miles, episode 100. And we have a shocking revelation. This is not a backpacking podcast. And we'll tell you why in our top five list today. We'll also have a fun announcement that will put our first 40 milers and their stories on center stage. For today's backpack hack of the week, a simple no-cook dinner that packs in flavor, nutritional density, and over 1,000 calories. All this, and that's about it. Today on the first 40 miles. We've been doing this podcast for 100 episodes now, and we've had just an amazing time doing it, which is why we keep doing it, right? Exactly. Almost two years. So, yeah, what do we love about it? What's been so fun about the first 99 episodes? Don't make me pick just one thing because there are so many things that I love about the first 40 miles. I love creating content. I love testing things out for our listeners. I love connecting with listeners. I love learning about new products. I love going on trips. Just everything about it is so much fun. And of course, recording with you each week, Josh, it's one of the highlights of my week. For me, early on, one of the fun things was just watching the stats. You know, put <laughs> I out remember. episodes and, uh-huh. wow, look, it was downloaded a hundred times. That's amazing. A hundred people just listened to you sharing something about backpacking and they probably got motivated to go backpacking. That's cool. And then, oh, a thousand times. Oh, 10,000, 12,000 listens per episode. That's about where we are now. That was really fun for the first little bit, just seeing the growth. But I think what's been so fun for me is, you know, the the way that we've uh, kind of shared the 
the various, uh, I don't know, tasks of doing the podcast, that you do all the creative content generation, uh-huh. you know, coming up with the ideas, uh, contacting the companies about products that we could review, coming up with backpacking hacks and top five lists and all of that stuff. I get to come help record with you, which I agree has been a ton of fun. And then I get a lot of the social media interaction as we put out an episode and see that something you worked on creatively ended up impacting someone's life. And that's just so fun to see. Like, it wasn't just that you created something, but for me, it's really cool to see that it impacted someone and it motivated them. It has become more and more exciting to me as we've heard back from those who are listening to the podcast, sharing their own stories about what they've done backpacking. Oh, definitely. That's been the most surprising benefit of all is just hearing people say, you know, dear Heather and Josh, I went on my first backpacking trip. That's something that I never expected. We kind of expected maybe a hundred lessons per episode, and that would be mostly family and friends, and I don't know who we expected to listen. But the fact that people out there are getting out, taking their first trip, and then reporting back to us has been one of the most fulfilling aspects of, of doing the first 40 miles. So, Josh, did you want to tell our listeners really quickly about SpeakPipe? Oh, yeah. In just a few minutes, we've got a really exciting announcement that involves SpeakPipe. So, as we mentioned uh, last episode and the episode before, we said that we were, uh, to celebrate getting to the 100-episode milestone, we were creating a new hand lettering design, and we're putting that on a t-shirt. If you head to the first40miles.com slash shop, we'll have that new hand lettering design right up at the top of the page. I think it's just a fun way to get the motivation out there. I think so. You know, someone asked us recently, why do you do this show? And that's such a hard question to answer because there are so many things that we love about doing this show. I'm just the tech guy, you know, the, just the keep tech the website guy. running. Are you kidding me? You're the one that created the website. You do all the back end stuff like that makes it work. You're the one that does all of the social media, creative posts, and uh, you take the pictures. And also, I would say you are the um, the muse. You're my muse. Uh, the you, boss. The boss. <laughs> no. no, I thought you said I was the boss. <laughs> you're the boss. Okay, if you're the boss, I'm the secretary who keeps your schedule. How about that? <laughs> oh, it's funny because... Yeah, I think we're both bosses over the things that the other person doesn't like to do or doesn't it doesn't excel at or it's not our thing. So I think we're a great team in that way. But you definitely you push me to be excessively creative. And I love that we have this podcast uh, where I can share my creativity. And I love that our listeners are so supportive of that. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's just been great interacting with everyone who listens to the podcast, whether it's on Facebook or Twitter or elsewhere. So anyway, it's been a really roundabout conversation, a really roundabout way to announce a new t-shirt design. So go check out the first40miles.com slash shop for the new t-shirt design. And we want to thank our audience for being so forgiving this episode and just allowing us a little bit of self-indulgence. 100 is a big episode. I also had a milestone birthday this year, a big decade change, which means this whole month I've kind of been in this 
you know, navel-gazing, reflective, pondering state of mind. And uh, I think I'll snap out of it in a couple weeks. But, you know, having episode 100 has caused me to ponder a lot about the first 40 miles. And I kind of came to the conclusion that the first 40 miles is not a backpacking podcast. If you want to learn about backpacking, then I guess we've successfully lured you into listening to the first 40 miles. However, all the chatter about backpacking is really just a veiled attempt to share other things that Josh and I feel really strongly about. And maybe some of our more clever listeners have caught on to us that this is indeed not a backpacking podcast. Not a backpacking podcast? I mean, I need to go rewrite the website and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, take down all those pictures of people with packs on and tents and all that. We, we got to do a whole redesign. <laughs> well, the number one thing that the first 40 miles is really about is self-sufficiency. On a backpacking trip, it's your job to be 100% prepared. You bring all the tools and supplies that you need on your back. And I have a saying that I use frequently in life, and it says, everything transfers. So if you can learn self-sufficiency in one area of your life, it will spill over into the other areas of your life. So all of those self-sufficiency principles that you learn in backpacking They'll spill over into work, into project management, into saving for retirement, relationships, emergency preparedness, depression and anxiety management. If you can learn self-sufficiency through backpacking, you can apply it to every other aspect of your life. The second thing that the First 40 Miles podcast is really about is prioritizing. On episode five, we had a topic that we called Choose Any Two. And we were talking about price, weight, and, you know, durability or functionality of backpacking gear, and that you can generally get two out of three. If you want lightweight and great durability and functionality, then you're going to pay a high price and, you know, things like that. So we've applied it to backpacking gear, but really it applies to so many things. On a backpacking trip, you make all kinds of priority judgments. You know, how can you have an enjoyable trip and still leave no trace and be good on the environment and um, bring lots of calories but still have meals that are healthy for you? And, you know, all these different trade-offs that you might have to make and prioritize. But on an even deeper level, are you prioritizing getting outside in the first place? For me, that's been a priority for a long, long time. And so even though I'm not backpacking every weekend, uh, the fact is that I'm out for a walk almost every day at lunchtime. It's just a walk around the block or maybe two or three blocks if I have a few extra minutes. But I made it a priority. I could find plenty of other things to do to shorten my lunch break and get right back to work. But I don't think it would be good for me. And that's the prioritization that you know comes up a lot for us. As we're just talking about backpacking, but really making the outdoors a priority and making time with those you love a priority, you know, all that stuff. The number three thing that the first 40 miles is really about is finding the divine in nature. I strongly believe that God created this world and everything in it so that when we see those things, 
They remind us of how much he loves us. All of the principles of design are found in nature. There's balance, emphasis, movement, pattern. It's so clear that this world was not only created and organized, but divinely designed as well. There are times outside where I have that cathedral feeling, you know, where I feel like I'm in a holy place, but also that it is so vast and immense that I feel like I'm a little ant crawling along the earth. I'm just so tiny compared to these incredible canyons or mountains or glacial valleys. And then there are other times where I feel like I am in the palm of the hand of God, that there's this little place that's been carved out in this world that is just the perfect size for me, that there's this perfect little dip in the ground and a little tree and the perfect amount of shade and the warmth of the sun is hitting me and I just feel like all of the elements of creation combined at that moment to bring me this really beautiful, peaceful feeling. I love that simultaneous effect of feeling tiny and yet feeling, what's the other word? Uh, not big. That's Important. not the feeling. Important, perhaps? Yeah. Significant? Yes. Okay. Insignificant and significant at the same time. It just, it happens when you're backpacking and it's an amazing feeling. The world is so expansive and, not, you know, the world, what about the universe? You know, at <laughs> night you look up at the stars and in the day you see the sun. So expansive and you're so tiny, just a speck. And yet you realize and you recognize that you are actually experiencing it and aware of the fact that you're experiencing it. And that's significant. The number four thing that the first 40 miles is really about is creativity. From the very first episode, we've said that backpacking is one of the most creative things that you can do. Not only does it spur creative ideas, but it also forces you to think creatively. You know, if we ever rename the show, I might call it the first 40 ideas because backpacking is really a tool that I use to get the creative juices flowing and really to check out from all of the distractions that are constantly pressing on me back home. And we see it in our kids, too. When we take them out on a backpacking trip, we could have an entire day with nothing scheduled. I mean, we're going to get up and we're going to eat a few meals and that's it for the day. Nothing else planned. And they can fill the entire day with just these amazingly creative activities that they just discover and, and, and just they just start exploring the world around them in whatever place we might be in. And it's just so fun to watch, see all the, the stuff they come up with. The number five thing that the First 40 Miles podcast is really about is finding your own path. A really common saying in backpacking is hike your own hike. It's even got its own acronym. And the point behind it is uh, don't try to hike how someone else hikes or do things exactly like they do it just because they do it. Come up with what works for you. And we all approach the outdoors with our own expectations, our own reasons for being in the outdoors and our own way of doing things. And, you know, not everything we talk about on the podcast will really click or resonate with everyone. There's some things we share that uh, you, one listener, may say, huh, yeah, that's, that's just not really me. And that's okay, because we might share something else on the podcast 
that you really identify with, that, that really just resonates with you. And that's a great thing about backpacking. You can create your own story and have your own motivations for going out backpacking. Our job is just to encourage you in whatever that story is to get out there and do it. The two of us, we've talked before about the different motivations we have for going backpacking. We certainly are not out there for the exact same reason as each other. And yet we have a lot of fun backpacking together. And we've had so much fun hearing your stories, our, our listeners' stories. Uh, as you share them with us, it's just amazing to hear what you're doing when you go on your first backpacking trip, or maybe you've gone on a bunch of trips, but whatever your most recent backpacking trip was, we just love hearing those stories. They are so exciting to us, so inspiring. And so that's something that's going to be it's going to become a part of the podcast. And of course, that's the speak pipe announcement. So we'll hold it for just a minute, but we're almost there because we actually have a bonus number six, um, like reason that we really do the podcast. <laughs> this one I just threw in for fun because both Josh and I are introverts. We're not even shy about it. We'll tell anyone we're introverts. <laughs> that was kind of ironic. Um, so this podcast ends up being a little bit of like our own personal introvert communication device. So like we're pretty quiet at parties and social events. And we do have words trapped inside of our head. But anyone who's an introvert knows that in a world of extroverts, it's so hard to get a word in edgewise. So as selfish as it seems, this podcast is... One of our one and only chances to say something without being interrupted by someone with a much louder or thrilling comment. We're only half joking, but really, <laughs> we really cannot thank you enough for listening to us. So the cat's out of the bag. It's not really about backpacking. It's about self-sufficiency, prioritizing, finding the divine in nature, creativity, and finding your own path. Plus, it's just our introvert chance to <laughs> speak without interruption. And along the way, we throw in some gear reviews, talk about family backpacking trips that we've gone on. But now that you know, we hope that you'll continue to listen because we love our first 40 milers. Now it's time for the speak pipe announcement. <laughs> we finally got here. We've been talking, I mean, we hit on it a couple times in the episode today about stories and the power when people share their stories with us and just how motivating that is to us. And, and we've noticed how motivating it is to other first 40 milers. So for example, when someone will share a couple pictures and a little write-up of their backpacking trip on our Facebook page, a bunch of other first 40 milers engage with that Facebook post and go, wow, that was so cool. Thanks for sharing that. That really motivated me to get out on the trail. You know, stuff like that has been so fun to watch and to, to be a part of. Now, when you went to the OR, the Outdoor Retailer Show in August, you did something a little different this time. You took a digital voice recorder with you. Yeah, and I talked to people while I was there, and I asked them two questions. Where was your last backpacking trip, and what made it so memorable? And the stories that poured out of these people they were incredible. They were raw. They were simple, meaning there were no cliffhangers or near-death experiences. They were life-changing. They were beautiful. And I was so 
honored that they shared those stories with me. So that's what we want to ask First 40 Milers now. Two questions. What was the last backpacking trip you went on, and what made it memorable? We've set up a page on our website to collect your stories. It's at thefirst40miles.com slash story, and you just push the record button and use the microphone on your computer. You get up to five minutes to record your story. Now, if you didn't like it or, you know, whatever, you can you can just click do over <laughs> and... Once you like it, uh, put in your name and email address and hit the button to submit it. And the exciting thing is these stories that we're collecting will end up in an episode of the first 40 miles. And then all of our listeners will be able to benefit from the experiences that you've had and the things that you've learned and maybe even try one of the trails that you've tried. So think about the stories that you've heard from other listeners of the podcast or from us that have really motivated you and inspired you. And then think about how you might be able to pass it forward by sharing your story. So again, the website is thefirst40miles.com slash story. And we can't wait to hear the first few stories come rolling in. And I just want to share one of the stories that I collected while I was at the Outdoor Retailer Summer Market. My name is Kate Ketchik and I'm with Nemo Equipment out of Dover, New Hampshire. My last backpacking trip was with my three and a half year old daughter and my ten and a half year old dog who was dying at the time. She's actually still alive, but I was looking for a backpacking trip that we could all do together. And the dog and the toddler were on the same level. So we went to Sawyer Pond in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. And it was a really awesome, like, one-and-a-half-mile trip back. And you, you had all these different tent platforms. So we were up camping on the tent platforms. And there was a big mountain pond back there. So my daughter and my dog could play in the pond. There was a lot of special things about that trip. It was our first backpacking trip together. It was something that all three of us could do together. And in the middle of the night, my daughter and I woke up to an owl hooting right in a tree right above our tent. And we had joked on the way up that the owl was our spirit animal because she has a Deuter backpack with an owl on it. And that night in the middle of the night, she turned and looked at me and said, do you hear that? And I said, yeah, it's an owl. And she was so excited. It was an incredible trip. Can we do one more? Sure, go ahead, throw another one in. Okay, I love this. This is short and it's really sweet. Uh, this is Nick from Exped, and my last backpacking trip was a summit of Mount Chuxon in the North Cascades, and probably my last backpacking trip before my baby is born. <laughs> so just the last time out in the woods to think about uh, the next step in life. For today's Backpack Hack of the Week, Best dinner yet. Best dinner yet. I didn't know what else to call this. It's like a bulgur sardine cheese dish, but that sounds so gross. I mean, even the thought of bulgur sardines and cheese together sounds revolting, but I promise this was a satisfying, incredible dinner that our family shared when we went on our last backpacking trip of the summer. It was the one where we were all hungry at the end of the trip because we ate all of our trail food in the van on the way to the trip. But I have to say the dinner, both of the dinners that we had, they were identical. Um, 
They were so, so good and so satisfying. So all you'll need is one cup of bulgur, which is like cracked wheat that's been pre-cooked and then dried, and then one can of lightly smoked sardines in oil. You'll need a four ounce block of hard cheese like Asiago or some fancy Pecorino Romano. On our trip, we used some really good cheddar, you know, like the kind of cheddar that has the little crunchy calcium things in it. It was really good. And then you'll want to mix all of that with one cup of water. And this is something that you can just throw together inside of a quart Ziploc bag. There's no cooking required. You just need to make sure that it soaks for about 90 minutes so that the bulgur becomes completely rehydrated again. And the cool thing about this dinner is that the bulgur is 479 calories. The hard cheese, actually most cheeses, are about 120 calories an ounce. I have no idea how much the sardines are with the oil, but don't drain the sardines because that just adds to not only the flavor, but the calorie count. So we're looking at around 1,069 calories total for this meal. And despite sounding like the grossest thing ever, it is really good. We had no leftovers of this meal. Well, like you said, (laughs) we were a little low on food. There were definitely no leftovers of this meal, though. And it's just so fun that there's no cooking required. You know, you just take the cup of bulgur with the can of sardines and the four ounces of cheese. Just add the cup of water and let it set for an hour and a half. Come back to it. It's ready. Yeah. And with the cheese, I forgot to add this, but we kind of crumbled it up. So it kind of, you know, breaks apart and mixes in with everything. And it ends up being amazing. And by the way, would you add the cheese at the beginning with everything else or wait till the end right before you eat? You know, you could add everything all together at the very beginning. When I made it, I actually soaked the bulgur first and then I added everything else. But you could do it where you add everything all together and then... I was just wondering if the cheese might get a little, you know, squishy. Oh, it might. As it starts to soak up water. And maybe that's a good thing. Who knows? I don't know. Try it both ways. I think we'll have to try it again. And we'll leave you today with a little trail wisdom from our good friend on the trail, Frank A. Clark. He said, if you can find a path with no obstacles, it probably doesn't lead anywhere. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, then share your story at thefirst40miles.com slash story. We'll see you next time on The First 40 Miles. Buff Headwear gives Heather a big congrats and The First 40 Miles on 100 episodes. Hey, Heather, this is David Capelli from Tilly Hats. Congratulations on the 100th episode. This is Andy with Evernew. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Hi, I'm Mary from Cedar Summit, and I just want to wish Heather a huge congratulations on 100 podcasts. Now what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now you have to think on your feet. I don't think on my feet. I hike on my feet. I don't think on my feet. Oh, thanks. So again, uh, the website is thefirst40miles.com slash story. Did you say story? Story. (laughs) Story.